bitches and welcome or welcome back to the sassy spiritual bitches podcast (laughs) (laughs) hello hello oh fuck what a day it has been an interesting day i feel like i've lived like three lifetimes in this one day today right like ever since what what was that sunday i'm like what is what is life yeah what even day is it tuesday I haven't even made it that far. No. No, it is Tuesday. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This will be going out tomorrow. Yeah, it's Tuesday. And it feels like it's been fucking a month since Sunday. I know. Lots of things have happened. Lots of lifetimes. Lots of uh, realizations, definitely. Indeed. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Sunday was Reiki, or Randy was teaching Reiki, and I took level one. I learned. Woo-hoo. I learned. Reiki level one practitioner. Yeah, that that was fun. It was fun. I had a good time. I learned a lot of cool things. Yeah. It's definitely powerful shit, that's for sure. No doubt, right? Like, and, you know, I do it all the time. So sometimes I forget until I teach, like, just how fucking awesome it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just how much I actually use it in my day-to-day life. And I go, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is badass. Yeah, it is badass. Yes. So I know what I was thinking earlier yeah. too. I was like, so I'm doing the wild side course right now and I had it, I have a Japanese goddess. And do you think it's a coincidence that simultaneously I'm learning a Japanese healing modality? I don't think so. Oh my God. I never would have put that together, but that makes so much fucking sense. Doesn't it? I was thinking about it today. I was like, wow, like shit, nothing is a coincidence. Like nothing, nothing no. in life. That's so fucking funny. And like, I'm taking her walk on the wild side and like my goddess is fucking we have issues. Shocker. Cause I have issues with all my fucking guides, but <laughs> I even wore these snake earrings today. Yeah, you did. That's awesome. In like, you know, I'm like I'm mad at you, bitch, but here's for you. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe I'll get something in this week's meditation. <laughs> I'm hoping so. <laughs> I gotta catch up. I'm one behind. I have to do it probably today or I'm going to be two behind. Oh, it, you'll, yeah, it'll be good. But yeah. Jesus Christ. It's a trip, man. Yeah. It's a Rachel's trip. a trip. The goddesses are a trip. Everything in life is a trip right now. Nothing's real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I feel like. I'm just like, what? what? And like, I was very um, existential crisis yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. what is the point of life? What mm-hmm. is anything? Like, I don't know. I was in a, but sometimes doing like performing right the attunements just shifts so much energy that I'm like, <laughs> what is my life right now? Yeah, for sure. Ah, but it was fun though. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel I don't know how I feel. Like the attunements are so powerful and I feel like I'm definitely like riding a wave of yeah, moments of being like why are, why are things like difficult or why are why is this and then other moments of kind of just like peace and like yeah. presence. Yeah, it's yeah. just like uh life. Yes. Yeah. And then other times I'm like I don't want to cry. I want to laugh. I want to scream. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't know. Oh. At least you warned me about that kind of wave. So every time like something comes up, I'm like, oh, it's just just up and out, up, up and out. out of here. Yeah, I'm acknowledging and I'm releasing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is definitely what I'm here about. Oh, good God. Yeah. But speaking of emotions and things, I just totally looked at our recording. It said 333. Um, but like speaking of things coming up and like, I don't know. And I, this is not just me. I will say I've talked to a few of my clients. And I don't know, like Pisces season hit and like Mm -hmm. the fucking angsty. Yeah, I can, I can say agitation has come up. 
I feel that. I feel like, yeah, this, and I was really, really on a great streak of like being really in, I don't want to say in control, but in charge or aware of like my feelings and my thoughts and all these things. And then Pisces came along and it just <sighs> really takes you, takes you on a journey. Yeah. Well, fuck. Fucking Pisces season. It's never good for me. I don't know why I ever think it will be. Yeah. But you know what? I do feel like when the astrological new year comes in, like, I feel like we're crossing a massive threshold. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of planets changing places. There's a lot of things that haven't shifted. Like, for example, Pluto's moving and he hasn't moved since 15 years. So the last 15 years of our life has been the same theme. And he moves into a new theme in March but he just dips in and then he regresses out but either way it's still an initiation so he goes in for a few months and then he regresses out and then he'll come in fully like next year but it doesn't matter because he's going to lay the foundation and that's not going to go anywhere no and I'm never been more excited to be honest when is when does that happen like is it March because I feel like yeah I don't know March 23rd okay because I feel and like so right at the beginning of Aries season when people when when I'm talking to my clients and we don't talk about astrology, no. but like two or three of them. And one just today said to me, I don't know why, but I feel like March is going to be like really good for me or really yeah. significant. Like something's going to happen in March. That's yeah. like two or three of them. And Saturn moves March 7th. So Saturn and Pluto, they're two heavy hitter planets. Isn't that right before the full March. moon? Uh, I don't know the next full moon. I think it's the ninth. Yeah. Probably. And both energies, like, it depends on who you are and what you've been up to, but both energies are kind of a reprieve. They're moving into easier signs, signs that they get along with better than where they have been, which is great. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) But Saturn's the god of karma. So he, whatever you've been sowing, you shall reap. So Mm -hmm. that's good news for people that have been working or chilling or healing or whatever but maybe not so good news for people that have been like blissfully unaware or ignorant or whatever but that's that's on everyone's individual journey and it'll be what it'll be yeah yeah so yeah march is gonna be huge so like regardless of like the pisces angst i'm just like we're so fucking close <laughs> it's like, Bring it on. yeah it's funny because my manifestation course ended a couple weeks ago well mm-hmm. yeah the 13th yeah a couple weeks ago and I put like, we, we ended off with like a big intention, mm. you know, like we are going to manifest this. And, um, I was like, I'm going to, I had a specific amount of money in my head. I'm like, I'm going to manifest this. I don't know how by February 28th. I don't know how, well, bitches, I have to admit, um, the exact, well, actually the exact amount plus is, I found out is going to be coming in before well we've it came in before the 28th oh my god so it'll be like the money will actually physically be here in a little bit but like by i think it was the 26th it was like boom wow fuck yeah that's amazing i know i just feel like there's lots of magic on its way so i'm hoping that these like angsty feelings are like again up and out like get out of here we're gonna be new people a new trajectory and i think it's just meant to shake us up yeah like shake up the feelings shake up the you know like I don't know, man. I like. I'm not usually, and I get angsty, but I'm not usually angry. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really. I get anger. I get mad sometimes, but I'm very quick to release anger. Mm-hmm. Not, not so much, kids. That's so funny. <laughs> Me and anger are good bros, but because I've been not afraid to express it, I feel like it doesn't really like 
rattle me. Like, it's just, I've purged a lot of the anger. Yeah. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, well, I've never really let it loose before. Yeah. So let's do this. That's good. That's what the goddess course is all about. I swear to God. Like, not necessarily anger, but like your primal goddess energy has got to come out. Like, depending on who you are, right? But that's cool. Yeah. I just feel like I'm not bitchy enough as terrible. (laughs) Well, I mean, I like it. Like, I, I can be, but I mean, like, outwardly. Mm. Like, I'll sit there and be like, that's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Tisk tisk, you know, but like never just out and out fucking say this is wrong. <laughs> you, who are you gonna be policing? You're you're gonna be the police officer. Yes, I like it. Yes, I'm going to be the fucking I don't know police officer of like everybody in my life. Yeah, and uh, I don't know people just okay. So our main topic today. <laughs> We've actually, we're like 10 minutes in, we haven't actually said. Um, We're going to be discussing the rise of the false prophets. Now, I know we've briefly mentioned them in the past a couple of times Mm -hmm. on here, but it has been coming up quite significantly, not only in my life, but Kayla's life and a few other people that we've been speaking to. It's kind of been a theme that has been reoccurring. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, on one hand, you kind of got to let people go and decide who are, who are the false prophets. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I want to know your opinion. What's the way to do this? Do you stand back and be like, well, follow who you want, reap what you sow? Or do you step in and say, or give them, not like, hey, that's wrong, but like, lead them down another path to kind of like, you know, not save them. That's not the right word, but to like give them an alternate perspective. Okay. I will just share my story very vaguely. Cause I don't want anyone to think no one's going to know. Cause I know she's not listening to this, but yeah, I'll just share my story a little bit. Cause the answer kind of flows in there. I, th- I think, I don't know. I don't actually know what the proper behavior is, but first of all, my interpretation of people that are like false prophets, there's kind of two camps. Mm-hmm. There's camp one. They're just people that see an opportunity to express their ego through spirituality because it's on the rise. So yes, they trendy. See, yeah, they see this trend and they're saying, hey, I can get attention on social media. I can do these kinds of things. I can get this, that, or the other. So they come forth and they say things that maybe aren't rooted in like experience or knowledge or whatever. And it's really just to get that nice big vibe, that energy of, hey, people are looking at me. I matter you know, an ego fuel, but still that can be sad in of itself. Right. Right. And then there's camp two, who is people like Randy and I just talked about, we feel angsty. What's the meaning of life? Sometimes, you know, that frustration can really appear. And then, you know, instead of these false, these false prophets, like they can't, or they won't tap into who they truly are. So they essentially like see somebody else who's doing really good things and they're inspired by that. And then they just put your hard work on like a shell or a skin that they want to wear. But it's not like, again, that sad in a way, like it's rooted in loss and sadness and feeling and inauthenticity and not and honestly, like not knowing who they are. Exactly. So it's hard to like, for me, there's this one particular person and I, they've done it a couple of times to me where they just kind of replicated and something that I felt like I was really scared to put out and really, I had to work hard for and had a lot of planning and like she'll just see me do it and be like boom I'm doing that too and it just she just 
takes it because you've already tramped that that path or whatever Mm -hmm. and you know I've worked with her before I know that I I I know what's going on she's just really just she's really not comfortable in the human experience so what is appropriate what's inappropriate who am I how do I curate my identity like she really struggles with I'm guessing those things I can't speak for certain but that's what I seen kind of when I was working with her as a client so (laughs) recently again the first time I let it slide I just distanced myself I was like you know what I'm just gonna let her go on her path like she'll sort it out she'll end up where she needs to be she'll find her truth blah 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 so I just distanced myself um which was fine. We both kind of did find our path. Our work didn't really overlap, but then it happened again. And now two times is too, too many for me. Like Mm -hmm. let's, so what happened was I just, I didn't police her. I didn't say that she was doing anything wrong. I just said, Hey, what you're offering right now looks really familiar. That's it. And my intention was basically just to say, Hey, like I do see what you're doing. Yeah. Don't, I don't want you to think that I'm blind to the fact that when you see that I do something that you also feel the need to do it. And it's carved like just exactly the same. And it would be different if we were friends, it would be different if she said, Hey, I'm inspired by this. Do you mind? Um, but it happened in the exact same location the day before, blah, 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 like it, to a T mm-hmm. what I was doing. And we're not necessarily associated as friends or by any means. And there was no like thank you or whatever. There was no acknowledgement. Yeah. So after that, I just let it be. I was like, it's not my job to let this ruin my day. I don't want to make her feel bad. That's not my intention. So I did just, and I've seen it before. There's another person that says, call it forth, just acknowledge it and then release it. But I don't think that when someone kind of takes what you've like, you don't, I don't own anything, but I, we deserve respect or everyone deserves respect for their art. Acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, their respect or, you know, their art or whatever. Yeah. You wouldn't take an artist's piece of, like, you wouldn't take the fucking Mona Lisa Mm -hmm. and, like, paint an exact replica and be like, oh, look what I did. Yeah. And it's very specific. So it's hard to, like, really dish out too much information, but it's very specific. It's not like, oh, there's another person reading Akashic Records. It's very, very, very specifically exactly how my business operates, Mm -hmm. how my image operates, how I set things up that wasn't part of X, Y, Z. So it's very specific that you can tell when someone's, because like, obviously, for example, the Akashic records are available to everybody, you know, tarot is available to everybody, Reiki is available to everybody. So please don't be mistaken when we're speaking that it's like, we own these things and nobody can do them. It's like, it's what you've, Art, what you set your business up, the art of your essence, your business, your and like everybody does it differently. That's exactly. that's what makes the spiritual arts so amazing and so fulfilling and so good. Because you know what, if you don't resonate with another person, there's somebody else who does mm-hmm. it the way that you feel comfortable with. Exactly. There's another reader out there who maybe. You know, maybe you need harsh truths and, you know, you go to them because they'll fucking tell it like it is. Or maybe you go to a different reader that day because it's like, I'm feeling fragile and this person, Mm -hmm. you know, will tell me what I need to hear in a softer way. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the beauty is that everyone should be. And here's where the problem lies. It should be authentic. Yeah. Even if you do this, like, Kayla and I have done similar programs, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we've both done manifesting courses. We've both Mm -hmm. done that. 
but very specific and very differently. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how you do yours, let alone, I don't think you know how I do mine. No, <laughs> like, but we're not like somebody could argue we're in, we're in absolute fucking competition with each other, but no, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we are so different and we do have our own perspective. Yeah, we are very different. And it's like, I'm not going to go say, I want to run a manifesting course. I'm going to carbon copy Kayla. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the difference. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be, and I would fail anyway, because it wouldn't not, we're very different people, very different styles. Mine would fall flat on its face if I did that. Yeah. When you steal something from someone else, it doesn't work. And then also like if you're doing something out of ego or you're doing something out of lack of self acknowledgement, like. Um, my therapist, when I took this to her, mm-hmm. she was like, if you're doing something from the heart, you meet people at their heart. You yeah. know, if you're doing something from ego or you just want to be popular or visible or whatever, or just feel fulfilled that you're not empty inside, like you're just going to meet the, what you are. Mm-hmm. So you're going to meet people at their ego, or you're going to meet people that like can't absorb the information because they don't even know who they are. So how can, and I've read for people like that where you're yeah. like, Hey, these are your gifts. And they're like, well, maybe. But you can tell they just have no, I've happened one time actually, but you can tell they, I was like, well, who do you, what would you say your gift is? And they couldn't answer that. So they just really didn't know who they were. Yeah. And anyway, so it's like, you just meet people where they're at. So no matter what, it ends up working out anyway, but still it's important to know that there is kind of a lot of that happening right now. There's a lot. There's a lot. Um, In fact, one of my friends um, and she's not at all in like the spiritual community. Like that's not, she said, um, one of her coworkers and like works a very normie job. Okay. Like one of her coworkers came in and said like, is it just trendy to be a witch right now? Like everyone's quitting their jobs to be energy healers and tarot readers and like witches. Like what's up with that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Which I like, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't even know how to like articulate this episode really because a part of it is fucking great. And even the imposters are probably eventually going to find more of themselves on the other side of this. Yeah. But in the meantime, when it's you being ripped off, it kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I get it. Because it's just kind of like you go, I don't know what even the right word would be. Like, you just, like, you guys, the last, since I've decided to do this full time because I didn't have a fucking choice, I have worked my ass off yeah like I have worked harder than I have ever worked in my motherfucking life and I have lived with more um like worry (laughs) or like it's never settled because you never know like you're just not sure you're always in a state of flux yeah right yeah so and it's it's hard to embrace after you've your entire life been just on that calendar of you get paid on this day you work these many days this is your calendar. This is your agenda. This is your life. This is your so salary. This like, is your holidays. This is this. Yes. And this and so like, then to like deprogram from that in that state of flux, like everything feels a little bit like feeble or unstable. I don't know. Yeah. And like, I mean, I try not to give into the fear of it. Mm-hmm. Like I do. I try very hard not to, but that's not to say <laughs> that it's not there. And so I can understand to a degree the need of wanting to like clutch to something that looks like it's working for someone else. Yes. Like, I understand it. But also, that's such an illusion. I literally said this to myself in the shower today, I think, because that's where I get my best information, as you. <laughs> and I was just like, 
I, I really felt this sense of like, I don't know where it came from, but I felt this wave hit me. And it was like, I know there are people out there that are like extremely envious of the life that I have. Like mm-hmm. I'm posting pictures of doing this and doing this. And I'm like, never like at work. Like I, I am, but I'm not posting pictures of that. Yeah. You know, and I know. It's like, there... look at my computer. How boring is this? Yes. Cha-ching. And yeah. I know there are people that are like, oh, like I want to do that. That sounds awesome. But like, there's this quote by the Jim Carrey says. And he's like, I wish everybody could be rich and famous to realize that that's not going to solve any of your problems. And I'm not rich and famous, but like, that's an example of what looks nice isn't always like easy all the time. Oh yeah. Like it comes with its own set of things, but I can tell like people look at it and they're like, I need that. But like, so I get why people want to try it on for size, but honestly, it, it has its own challenges. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, my problem I don't even have a problem. Why do I? That's bad language. My concern, let's say it that way. My concern isn't even necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. It's for the people who, you know, take with these, you know, false prophets, copycats. And I feel like a lot of them just like spew nothingness. It sounds really floral. It sounds really pretty, but ultimately it has no substance. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, but where, where, where's the benefit? Like, how are you helping people mm-hmm. other than like giving them flowery, flowery language? It's like, there's this sense of and like me and my Polaris star, right? Like my, my truth is just so mm-hmm. like, I'm like, you are telling half truths. Yeah. You know, there's a sense of false hope. That's part and, of your gift too, actually. Yeah. You're a full truther, loyal, all the way to the death. Yeah. And that's where, like, the problem isn't even about me. Yeah. I'm like, what, like, these people that you're doing this for, like, if you're doing it for your own ego and you're saying pretty flowery things, which, good for you, but what do they get out of it? Mm-hmm. Other than it's pretty language and, you know, they might walk away feeling good, but, like, then what? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I know, I guess, like, I'm trying to think what's my issue. Well, I have to admit, like, I am really good. Like, one of my greatest gifts slash weaknesses is my cavalier attitude. Like, it's great because I can pick up and move on constantly, like the rolling stone that just keeps on rolling. But then also, I want to run away from everything good, too. (laughs) Like, I'm like, anytime anything gets complicated, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm done with this. Yeah, good, I'm out. So, See ya. I do have this ability to like, you know, be offended or be whatever. And like, then I can just be like, ah, whatever, fuck it. So I'm trying to think like, I guess what bugs me also is it, I think like, oh, it's going to sound a little bit bad and I don't mean it this way, but like, if you're receiving a reading from someone or you're paying for a service, like you should kind of like vibe into that person and be like, yeah, this feels like a match to me. I like where they're coming from. I like their energy. It feels like a match. So like if these false prophets are getting readings or whatever, then it's kind of like, well, you know, maybe that person is a match somehow. That's what they need right now because they're not at the depth to receive anything different. I don't know. I'm just saying. But then it's like, so when I'm bothered by it, it's honestly, it's probably, it's like an ego thing, but it's like, wow, I was never more scared to hand my notice in and quit my job and pursue this. I had to like witness so much like judgment and like losing touch with my family a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like they don't get what I'm doing. And I have to live every day with my parents, like, not proud. Like, just mm. don't really want to tell anyone what I'm doing. Don't know how to explain it. Like, oh, what's came yeah. up to? Oh, like, yeah, she's got her own thing. 
thing now? What is it? I don't know. You know, like I had to go through like a lot of levels and face a lot of like consequences for what I chose. And then when people just, oh, here we go. I did it. And then it just kind of like, well, it's literally mainstream. And it's literally like the Mona Lisa thing. If you created something that was really hard and from the heart and you had to like, put those hours in and you had to pull it out of your mind and put it into a website, learn how to do these things. And then someone just like took that effort and just carbon copies it. Like it makes you feel, it makes you feel cheap. Like honestly, Mm -hmm. it does. It cheapens the whole experience. Yeah. And it's hurtful. And I mean, this is a real thing because think about like in school, if you're in university, you cannot plagiarize, you're out of school. You know, yep. artists, there's like a fine for that. It just so happens that this industry is extremely unregulated. And I don't really want to talk about regulations because I don't know how I feel about it. A part of me thinks let's just let karma deal with it. But I mean, really, it's not regulated. It's not. It's not. So it's kind of like, well, well, I don't know. I don't know. What What's the answer? I mean, there isn't one. I don't think. No. But it is very, I don't know, it's disheartening. And I feel like it's sort of like going back to the cheap thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, I have such, and again, this is a great weak weakness as well as a very good strength of mine, is the integrity, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm just like, do everything with integrity, do everything with authenticity. Like authentic truth is like literally the name of my business. So I just have a hard time grasping how people can just do that. Like just be like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to do this now because it's trendy or I'm going to, you know, do the exact same thing that so-and-so is doing or I'm going to do this. Like I cannot grasp. I really think it's like, I actually don't know. Cause obviously I'm going to say this and this is like a weakness of mine. So I'll always give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like sometimes people don't consciously like think about it. They're just like, Oh, great idea. I want to take that. And they're not like present with themselves enough mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, maybe this is actually kind of offensive. So like when I like just, made that comment to that person I just kind of like oh this kind of sounds familiar you know Mm -hmm. and it was just to show her that like hey like this isn't necessarily okay like that's kind of rude yeah and when I said that like I'm not sure I can't really give I don't know what this person's thought process was but like I watched them crumble like they it's like they a were shocked that I either noticed and said something or else they were shocked that it was even a violation I don't Mm -hmm. know so it's like people are just mindless. That's what I mean. Like, do you find in this day and age, and we kind of, I think, I feel like we've had this very brief conversation before. Like, do you feel like people don't take responsibility these days? A hundred percent. Like, I, just... I feel like that's one of the, a lot of things, I mean, in my coaching clients, we talk about, you know, personal um, accountability a lot. So it's kind of like, okay, but in like, and I, 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 I apply it to myself you know, in what ways am I letting it happen? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and I can see all the ways I let it happen, <laughs> you know, me too. because I'm just like, you know what? I'm kind of like you. I'm like, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to assume that you don't realize it's wrong. But then if that is the case, this is what I've woken up to and trying to tell myself, 
like if if it's like they don't if they don't really know any better then shouldn't you tell them yeah you know and not in a passive aggressive <clears throat> way but just say like hey man here's the deal yeah i think it does warrant being addressed because like there could be a misunderstanding in the way i'm interpreting it yeah you know it, it's really ugh, it's tough i just really i don't know the answer in all honesty because yeah i feel that there's not a lot of personal accountability like i think it is something that you should say like there's a very um like sahara rose well she's quite famous probably one of the more famous spiritual people i'm like who's that yeah and um she said the same thing like that's her stance as well that she's like people copy stuff all the time because it is kind of unregulated so when people copy her programs which she says happens often she just like like call it forth and then let it go and like i feel like that's a pretty good approach but i think i think you do need to say something because otherwise how i mean like in my opinion you're robbing the other person of personal expansion yeah right because if you don't say anything and they honestly don't see that this is a, a thing mm -hmm. you know and i do i do recognize that you know ev there's everything's online now and um there's uh you know like there's no authentic ideas anymore like everything's been kind of done before or thought of like i get that there's not a lot of original ideas left like i do get it and i want us all to win like mm -hmm. some of my best friends are akashic record readers like oh yeah i just went to a class with felicia like there's rachel you know um like we do this and angel yeah like a lot of my best friends also read Akashic Records. I want us all to win. But can you just, can we just win with our hearts? Yes. Like, let's leave with our hearts, you know? And it's like, sometimes it's just not, it's and just like, not there. You know what? Like, I feel bad for these, you know, call them what you want. False prophets, copycats, whatever. Because it's like, wow, you do this because you, you know, you resonate with it. And like, it's like, I can't wait for you to find your own way but as long as you're doing this mm -hmm. like you're not giving yourself that opportunity mm -hmm. you know exactly and i think like i honestly think as we're speaking or as you said that i realize what the issue is is the people that are kind of the false prophets depending on which camp they're in it's hard to say um are unwilling to admit where their pain lies because what makes my business special and captivating is that I am directly catering to past Kayla, mm. the one who didn't know who they were and couldn't fit into a, a mold or society, but was like, I don't know, I feel like I was kind of groomed into being this particular type of person that mm. I'm not. And I was told a lot of things about myself that are not true. And I had to like, you know, there's that quote by Emily Dickinson and it says like, I'm out here with a lantern looking for myself. And the Akashic Records helped me find parts of myself that relieved such a huge stress of like self-hatred because of who I was told I was. And so like I lead from that, like I want to show you who you are and I'm telling you it's better than you ever thought was possible. So that's like my, my niche. And then your niche is like, you know, you catering to people that went through what you went through, like, or helping people yeah. like break out of their box. And like literally finding freedom within themselves. Like, exactly. Like that's my whole thing is I want you to feel free no matter who, what, where, when, when, whether it's like the worst parts of yourself, the best parts of yourself, yes. all of that. Embrace it because it's all you. And when you're whole, man, it's fucking like you, it's so freeing. 
Exactly. So then the people that are kind of falsifying things, the reason that they can't find their space and they're just trying on other people's clothing, so to speak, is because they're unwilling to say, hey, I'm really struggling with this. I need to figure out where's my thing or where's my help or where's my home. And I mean, there's there's empathy there. Yeah, that's a hard place to be. But also like at a certain point, it's like it's not my responsibility to keep giving you the clothes off of my back that I've stitched together by hand. Yeah. So that, that I went searching for finding yeah, the scraps because, to make the coat. Yes, because you can't just allow yourself to look or be vulnerable or share your weakness. Yeah, and one of the things that I have to learn because I'm, you guys, you know me. I will tell you my fucking faults. Like I have no, mm-hmm. no problem. I'll be the first person to hate myself in the room. Like, Let me tell you that. I don't hate myself. I'm a little judgy about myself, but you know what? I'm releasing it. But like, I don't, I, I don't say my piece to people who deserve it, particularly people close to me, mm-hmm. because in my estimation. <laughs> Let's be honest, it's self-preservation. It's easier for me to just not have boundaries and let it slide. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the only reason. It, You know, and I'm just like, okay, enough's enough. I got to learn to fucking say my piece. You know, it's going to piss people off. And it's going to be uncomfortable. And it's going to be awkward. And, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those um, hard lessons. <laughs> Yeah, I am learning. But I mean, so it's not just with family, though. It's like with everything. So if there's something that I don't agree with, or something that um, you guys, you don't, I told this to my Patreon group, and they were like, what? I was like, I have a lot of unpopular opinions. Mm -hmm. Like just about life in general. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like I'll pick out but because I'm good at picking out people's sore spots. Mm-hmm. again the truth telling part I don't think it's anything but like people get pissed off at me easily mm-hmm. so I've learned to just not say things yeah and I mean so I think it's I'm like not do like I gotta I'm stopping yeah doing that like and like with people that do have that ability to see things so clearly like it is your job to bring it to light yeah I think the one thing though that we have to remember is that truth is always subjective though mm-hmm. like the only things that are officially without waiver true are like the laws of the universe like that karma exists you're gonna die there's polarities like those things can never be like argued against well well again depending on what realm you're in i was like like even that even that so it's like when you're like when anyone's delivering a truth we have to like deliver it in a way that people can like hear it or receive it or but do you though because if you are delivering your truth it is not up to you as long as you're saying that hey this is my truth Oh, yeah. Instead of projecting that onto someone else, no, expecting them to see it that yeah. way. Yeah, no, my point is I've not said my truth because okay, I'm yes. like, I'm going to let you just have your view because... Yeah, no, then you I... You do you, if whatever. If you're saying, like, you feel like your voice hasn't been heard or your perspective hasn't been heard, then, like, fuck yeah, you got to start yelling that from the rooftops. Yeah, like, I, but I do it on purpose. Again, this is the accountability thing because I was just like, you know, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell you till I'm blue in the face it's just easier to just fucking not like that's why I don't for sure and I feel like that's like it's one of I think honestly and this is me too like I feel the same way I hate confrontation but like that's such a dysfunctional choice that's Mm -hmm. like dishonoring like what you need that's dishonoring who you are to keep other people at peace and like there's a particular kind of gift that exists where that is the ultimate dysfunction 
these people like leave peace and joy and balance and love, but then they will like leave peace, balance, joy, and love at the expense of, of their themselves. own. Yeah. And then they don't ever want to confront the people who are robbing them of their joy or their peace because that's too dramatic. That's not peaceful. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's, which is like a martyr. Yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucked up. Like the whole thing is kind of like this weird. Yeah. Like, because and like to get like back to the beginning like what do we do do we do we let karma do its thing and just say fuck it or do you express your truth of like in a very clear manner and say hey this is how i feel yeah and let it go like it's kind of like six of one half a dozen of the other yeah i feel like something kind of well it just really depends like yeah no i think something does need to be said like, I know when I said something, I felt so much better. Yeah. And it was nothing much. I just said, like, oh, Like, and I wasn't trying to be rude or anything. I was just like, oh, like, this seems so weird. Like. Hint, hint. Yeah. I know you. I know what you're doing. I see you. Yeah. It was kind of just like, I see you. That was what I wanted to put forth, is I see this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you mean by it, but I see this. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. It's really tricky. I yeah, but it's just a trend among so many people I talk to it right is, now. Yeah. But I mean, okay, so getting back to what you said at the beginning of the podcast, with Saturn coming in, what do you mm-hmm. think is going to be the outcome of all this? Do you think this is all kind of going to just fucking crumble by the wayside? Do you think there'll be a crest of it and then a fall? Like, it's so fucking interesting that we're talking about this today because I got this download literally while I was walking my dog this morning. So I was like, I'm notoriously fearful of Saturn. I, if there's a planet I'm scared of, it's Saturn. And I, why? Well, is it just the karmic thing? Well, because he's usually like law and order, balance and restriction, Ah. slow way around. Got it. The long, hard, drawn out process. So me and my fiery Aries energy does not like Saturn. And honestly, if you study the planets, Saturn and Mars, boof. Yeah. Hate each other. Yeah. So they do not get along. So anyways, I'm <laughs> terrified of this fucking guy, even though I know he's like, I'm also a Capricorn. So he's also part of me. Yeah. And I could hear, I was like, oh, fuck, Saturn's going to be moving into Pisces on the 7th of March. And I was like, oh, and he's, he's going to spend two years there. Like he's going to transform that shit. Like he's fucking there, there. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, please let this be good. But Saturn and Pisces, they don't, they're not too, they're, they get along. Neptune, Saturn, they're bros. They'll throw down. Yeah, they'll hang. So basically what that is, is like, to, this is, and this is what I interpret it as. Okay, so Pisces is spirituality, connection to the divine, um, intuition, creativity, things like that. And Saturn's law and order, right? So I am an interesting combo. Yeah. So I imagine over the two years, there actually might be potentially some regulation that takes place in the spiritual community because that's what Saturn's going to bring to it. Right. But I also, this is the download I got. So that's what I just said is the general projection. And this is what I heard this morning. Okay. So I was like, oh, Saturn. And I could hear my guides being like, fuck, like you have got to get over your fear of Saturn. They were like, you interpreted him like law, like human laws and order from like human order and like government and like father archetypes. And they were like, no, he regulates the laws of the universe, like karma and polarity and blah, blah, blah. So they're like, he's your jam. You love karma. Like he should be your best bro. Like he's Mm -hmm. here to help you sort out what you've been teaching. 
And they were like, so basically. I feel like he just backs up me. <laughs> like everything I'm like, thank you, friend. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. And he he's rewards those who have done the work. Like, so if you want to imagine, this is what I imagine Saturn like. He's like the diligent farmer who's planted his seeds. He has given it the right amount of sunshine. He's provided water. He's been giving love and nurturing it. And then when harvest season comes, he has this glorious garden because he, he laid the proper foundations. Right. So that's what Saturn looks like to me the more I learn about him. So as he moves into Pisces, he's going to essentially rain karma upon He's going to give the outcomes people have been seeding. So, yeah. So, so basically it's like, what's your crop going to look like? Yes. He has nothing to do with it. He's just going to make sure it either nourishes or falls. Exactly. It's your prep. That's the problem. So I essentially. Not problem. Sorry, that's the wrong word. Yeah. So I essentially foresee that, you know, like if you're a light worker out there who's been like hounding your business and really trying and. I actually foresee that you will start to reap some of the rewards and you might see like business boom or more followers or, you know, getting interviewed on a podcast or whatever. Being more clear on your message. Yeah. yeah. Like he will kind of solidify you into the things that you've been nurturing. But cool. then also I would maybe suspect that the people who are kind of standing on this inauthentic ground and have been wearing other people's clothing that they've stitched together with rags, and, <laughs> you know, what, whatever it is, the Mona Lisa imposters, you know, yeah. I think that they I'm might, just going to call them the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. The Mona Lisa's. I like that. Yeah. I foresee that they may maybe falter or be called out. Things like that could really learn some hard lessons and start yeah. fresh. Because when Saturn knocks you on your butt, it's not pretty. No, that is for fucking sure. But he only knocks people on their butt that aren't listening or aren't growing things that are real. You know, mm -hmm. these are the it's I'm for your own good. I'm sure there's like a nursery rhyme. But I can't remember it right now, but it's like, oh, you're like stealing other people's like, you know, garden and you're selling it at your garage sale. And it's like you've been going behind their back and taking things like and it will be probably in specific regard to like the spiritual community is going to see it for sure. Oh yeah. Because it's in Pisces, but this will be like a general theme um, of your art, your creativity, mm -hmm. your, your gifts from your soul, um, things like that will start to like shift and move. But then on the, but then if you're someone who's like, uh Oh, I haven't been really seeding that much. Don't be upset when he knocks you on your butt. Cause he's also the ultimate alchemist. If you're yeah. someone who have for, for any reason, it doesn't have to be, we're not calling you a Mona Lisa, but if you're someone who gets <laughs> knocked on your butt, he will build you back stronger and better than ever before. Yeah. So if you get knocked on your ass, be grateful for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just ask yourself like, okay, this is interesting feedback from the universe. How do I move through this? Yeah. How do I make it work with me? But for most people, it should be a reprieve because where is he coming from? I don't know. I only know where he is in my chart, but it doesn't help. So if he's moving into Pisces, they go backwards. So is he coming from Aries? No, I'm just going to Google it. I was like, wait, now I get all confused. Because if they're going retro, it would be Aries, right? Um, yeah, no. Oh, Aquarius. Oh, he's, oh yeah. the other way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. fuck no, that's the right way, I think. Aquarius. Yeah. So... What would that mean he has been working on? Kind of a rebel. Oh, that makes sense for yeah. everything that we've done in, in the, the last, last two years. years. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> They're kind of like rebellious, lead the way. Look at the world. What happened to the world? Yeah. And if oh, you yeah. feel like, yeah, so what he's been working on. 
um, anywhere that you haven't been allowing yourself to be free or be authentic. That makes total fucking sense. And he's probably revealed a lot of the weirdos. Yeah. Or the eclectic ones. Wow, that's crazy. I feel like I am I, included in there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Own your weird. Interesting. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, both sums that up. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening <laughs> us to us rant. We're not calling you all Mona Lisa's. But if you if you feel like we were, maybe you take a look at that, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, let us know. Have you been noticing any? Like, it doesn't have to be in the spiritual community either. It can just be okay, like in right. general. It could be a coworker who's been like taking credit for your work. You know, just stuff like that. Yeah. God, like, that's actually so funny because as I'm thinking about, I have a girlfriend of mine, and she's not in this field really at all, and she's going through it with some of her coworkers right now mm-hmm. too. How fascinating. Yeah, I feel like it's just a trend. Just no matter what career you're in Mm -hmm. just stay strong i think is the gist stay strong like and don't daddy saturn's gonna come clean house yeah and don't like let it take the wind out of your sails if someone's doing that because like that's how i felt i felt like so depleted and i was like i don't want to even do this and blah 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 and don't let it sink your ship or take the window to your sails like go for it yeah but don't you but don't take it lying down either exactly (laughs) saturn wouldn't like that yeah All right, kids, that's all we have for you today. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you next week. Or no, I guess in two weeks. Yeah. No, you know what I mean. Okay, bye.